Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast. We're talking a little G.I. Joe Extreme, and I could not be more overjoyed <laughs> that this episode of G.I. Joe Extreme was good. Wait, I am Race to Canis. You say that as if we haven't consistently been saying that about G.I. Joe Extreme Look, this I whole keep time. Waiting, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. I keep yeah, waiting clearly. for you know, it to fall like off. How- Everything about you and this podcast is like you have been traumatized. Like anytime you say you're about to start the show, you pause for a really long time because you are fully expecting me or Chan to jump in. Like we have traumatized you. And then like every episode of G.I. Joe Extreme, you're like, G.I. Joe Extreme was nice to me today, you guys. And we're like, G.I. Joe Extreme is always nice to you, Ray. G.I. Joe Extreme isn't going to hurt you. And you're like, what? But is what if it does? I don't want to open my heart again to another GI Joe show. You're, you're not wrong. Look, Deke era was a very abusive relationship. Uh, yeah, quite you, frankly, you have you have Deke PTSD. Clearly. I do. I have PTSD. <laughs> oh, and oh shit! I can't right believe there. I didn't. I it yeah. was right, right there. there. That was real good. Right yeah. Um, I'm disappointed and, in myself. I'm retiring from. I'm retiring from writing. You guys. Uh, there it is. Guys, I got it. I finally, that's, I just ascended like the Highlander and I am now a TV writer. Guys, yes, that is how it works. That's not what I said. (laughs) Anyway, who are you people? I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. What was the Highlander song? It was pretty rockin'. Oh, there's a Queen song. We are the kings of the universe. Forever. Yeah, something. Because I, I for some reason I keep thinking of like this is the dawning of the age. Nope, of that's the hair. I was just singing quite honestly. Oh, no. oh man, that's <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> it's something like we're the kings of our own destiny. Or oh some yeah, shit. is it like and here we are, right where we belong? <laughs> Isn't that? Uh, yeah, here we are now. Entertain us. <laughs> I feel stupid and contagious. Yeah, I'm that, gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm. As soon as we end this podcast, I am going to. Uh, listen Dude, why are you to... acting like you're not going to start looking at exactly what you're talking about the second <laughs> I start talking again? Why are you even pretending after the show, guys? Ten seconds later, guys, I got it. Yeah, you're right. That is my style. Gina has <laughs> tuned out already. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We've been I'm talking already... for a good like forty minutes before we. Look, I've already watched five episodes of original Highlander since we've been podcasting tonight. So oh, you're starting your Highlander rewatch, including all TV shows. Yeah, Highlander rewatch in universe chronological order. Guys, okay, so here's the deal. And you guys hashtag boo Gina. I've been trying to get Gina to play through the Mass Effect trilogy. And she has everything at home right now to do it, all given to her by me. System, games, the whole deal. <laughs> Has the all all hooked up and she won't do it. But what does Gina go on social media today and say, Hey guys, I finished my 36 season Doctor Who rewatch. Classic Doctor Who. And I called it a watch because I I have only done it once and will only do it once. Uh, But I have explained this before. I love video games, but they take more concentration and effort. So sometimes at the end of the day, when I'm ready to do things, do leisure activities, I say, oh, I should play some video games. But 
the act of just plopping on a couch and turning on TV is much lower effort. This is why they didn't come for you uh, when the last Starfighter universe needed help. You were all like, "What? why don't they come get me? Because they don't have a universe where they need someone who's watched 36 seasons of Doctor Who. No no Uh, universe needs that. A human who can... Who could tell us how many people died in Dalek suits over the sixties <laughs> and seventies and eighties? <laughs> yeah, you're right. If I was recruiting for the Last Starfighter, I and and it was specifically for arcade games, I would not pick the person who is too lazy to play video games. Not not first on my board, at least. Let me put it yeah, out there. Yeah, they, they might be in the second draft uh, the after second. after some of the people say no, and you're like, oh god, we really got to get someone. And we're like, gotta, but we, we have loop full dental again. Come on, how? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys, hashtag get Gina into Mass Effect. That's what I've been trying to say. I'm now playing through the trilogy again with the new remaster, and the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, Gina should have really been doing this this whole time. Look, I, I, and I agree. I agree that it's terribly, terribly lazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes I don't have the mental energy to get really into video games. Yeah. Because I know that once I do, I'll be super into it and I will want to do nothing but play it. Uh, And I I understand that feeling completely. And it's, to be fair, calling Gina lazy would be perhaps (laughs) just admitting you don't know what the word lazy means. (laughs) Uh, Because nobody works more than Gina Ippolito and she does not even have a job right now. (laughs) Yeah, the amount of work you do for no pay is, Ugh. as someone who spent years doing regional theater, <laughs> I can tell you what that looks like, mm, and yeah. uh, boy, yep. you are mm, a, a beast of that thing that nobody wants. Yeah, I'm remarkably tired for being unemployed. <laughs> you know what you need to do is you need to start on a uh, Taskmaster rewatch, oh, get all snap. 11 seven seasons in before the next one comes. Uh, I, I, so, you know, those of you who are friends with me on Twitter know that I, I finished my, my Marvel universe rewatch and it included all TV shows, all, all DVD one shots. What, so, what about Loki? When did you finish in the Loki? Why is it Loki hey, Gina, up there? Did you Jonah? know Captain Marvel actually comes early in chronological <laughs> order? This is, uh, the guys are, the guys are ribbing me about the, the nerd mansplainers on, on the net. Uh, uh, but I, I, you know, before I was a Marvel fan, I was a huge DC fan. Like if you're, if you're looking back in the day, like Batman, the animated series, I watched the crap out of it. Uh, uh, you know, like, like all the Batman movies and and things like that. And since the new era of DC, the DC movie universe happened, I sort of fell behind. Like I, I, I haven't seen Suicide well, Squad or Birds of Prey. Uh, uh, I, I did, you know, like I only watched like the first three seasons of Arrow or whatever. So I went online to the same site that I use for the Marvel rewatch thing to look at this like DC watch order and it's so fucking bonkers. I expect it to be as organized as the Marvel Universe. And it is clearly not. Anyone oh, knows no. the state of DC. <clears throat> but I found this fucking spreadsheet that I don't know who put, put oh, together. No. Whoa. But Future I, Mr. Gina Ippolito. I mean, did you, guys, did you guys see this thing? No, I it, looked at it. I looked at it. It was terrifying. It, oh, it goes all the way back to, and they put it in sort of universe chronological order. So it goes from Wonder Woman 2017, set during World War One. So that makes sense that that is the first one. Okay, sure. And then it goes to Batman 1966. Fuck <laughs> yes. And then it goes I'm to in. like all all of Batman from 1966, oh, and then it goes yeah, to I'm like in. the Green Hornet 1966, and Absolutely. I was like, oh god. This is this is my villain origin story because like I am a Batman villain who who is called the organizer or something. And this is what defeats me ultimately as as more properties are being added. I'm just mumbling at in Arkham Asylum in my straitjacket saying, well, then you see you you, uh, Wonder Woman was set in World War One. But technically it it came out uh, 30 years after the first uh, uh, Batman and is is Lois and Clark isn't on the list. Is that because it's not canon? And I never watched Jeff Goldblum. Is that what's happening right now? Yeah. When I go insane in Arkham Asylum, I turn into Jeff Goldblum. You know what? Spreadsheets. Find a way. 
<laughs> so shout out to Channing Sherman's spreadsheet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still haven't looked at it, but I hear it's great. Uh, yeah. I'm afraid. I'm afraid if I look at it, I'll, it'll be like a Raiders of the Lost Ark moment. And no, I'll, I'll just burn look away. directly at it. I look can't know. Right? I'm very scared. I don't want to look at it. It's too much. It's too much. Channing, for me. Channing spreadsheet. That's his, that's what the S stands for. I love it. Oh, and, and for those at home, because this will be coming out this week, this Sunday, just I'll put it out there before we actually get to the show this Sunday. What is that? The 18th at 1 PM Pacific time. All patrons are invited. If you're a member of the Patreon and you can still join and join us, then it's this option is available to you. Um, we're going to do a live on zoom. Knowing is half the podcast where we read which one is we're going to read operation star raider find your fate gi joe Mm. choose your own adventure book number one since we've been doing them out of uh, chronological order which would make gina very unhappy we're going to go back we're going to now that i own look now that i Uh. i I literally got another one in the mail (laughs) yesterday guys i keep ordering now there are about there are 20 there are 20 find your fate books and i believe i own 14 or 15 of them now the ones that are left on the list are all like 50 to 60 dollars this is going to be in in when melissa files for divorce it's gonna happen first and she gives the judge a detailed uh description of why she's she's a spreadsheet even (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna talk to jenny sherman and say can you make me a spreadsheet of all the offenses ray has committed against me yeah, it's going to uh, include all the Find Your Fate books that you own and how many times you've played Mass Effect all the way through. Look, now here's the deal. Um, just putting, I just like the uh, picture the idea. She just pulls out of a duffel bag, just a big pile of G.I. Joe Find Your Fate books. The judge is like, <laughs> I, need to, I need see no more. Um, except, what if, except it turns out the judge is like a big uh, Find Your Fate book fan. And, and he's like, sir, I'm awarding you sole custody of your child. <laughs> um, listen, uh, you know, I myself, much like Gina, am, I do not have a job. I think that is a fair. My contract <laughs> ended. And so now I'm currently looking and I will tell this quick story because fuck it. Like, we'll talk about the show at some point. But um, uh, I, I did an interview at a, at a, at a gaming company. And the very first thing is I have a setup for my Google profile is my Sergeant Slaughter picture. And the very first thing that happens when I started the interview with this company is, oh, shit, Sergeant Slaughter. I love G.I. Joe. Let's talk about G.I. Joe. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Is this is this real life? Did I pass out? And this is my idea of what a perfect day is. Um, yeah, no, I've- we. we- it was perfect. I'm not going to lie. This has definitely helped me get jobs before. <laughs> Which uh, is so dumb. It, it's like, that's so dumb. Uh, because it is, it is shorthand for like, a, like, especially if I'm, if I'm applying for animated show jobs or things mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like a robot chicken style job. I mean, knowledge of knowledge of eighties and nineties cartoons goes a long way in the, in sure the nerdy writing world. So I'm infuriated yeah. that both of you have gotten jobs out of this <laughs> goddamn podcast that I have put so much of my life and energy into <laughs> and received nothing in return. Yeah, it is. It does seem like it's it's inversely correlated to how much work we've put in. Like I don't I've, know about that, Gina. I feel like I put at least as much work in as Robert Clark Oh, really? I don't know. I, I, the technical stuff to me seems the hardest, and to me, that's that's what Chan does. So I have no idea. Look, oh, you've Chan. done sixty percent of the work that I've done, Ray. I'm not going to sell you short and say that you haven't <laughs> done anything, but uh, you know what? I'm fine with that. Uh, <laughs> so today's episode that we're talking about is called Relics. It's episode number six of G.I. Joe Extreme. And how about this live action sequence? Finally, we get yes. some cool shit. We get a dude fighting a robot. Yeah, I was excited it was back uh, uh, because the last couple ones we, we got, they really cheaped out. Very um, lame. But, and once again, I was delighted to, to find that it still looks exactly like just two sketch comedians in a black box theater or one sketch comedian who sort of made a, a robot out of like spray painted boxes and some mm-hmm. was, that, was that cgi or was that practical <laughs> no, i, that I was honestly practical. could not tell was it okay it was 100 practical it looked he very realistic down at the end and it's like the flattest noise i've ever heard uh but but yeah it's still it's still <laughs> 
delights me because it's so cheesy and ridiculous. That this Are we going to talk is... about the fact that he punched that robot in the nuts? <laughs> okay, we should. We should. Yeah, he did. Oh, was I the only one that didn't notice that? Um, um, I guess you just don't notice nut shots like no, it's people weird. who have a vested interest in this sort of thing do. That's I mean, weird we though, do because feel anytime I see a robot, I'm only staring at their crotch because I want to know what it's working with. <laughs> sure. And I mean, that is a true statement. And But weirdly enough, yeah, you must have blinked and missed it when Sergeant Savage punched this robot square in the dick. Was it? Are you sure it was like that, or was it? Was it like, oh, this is his control box that sits on his pelvis? <laughs> Gina, how did you know what I call my penis? I saved that talk for the bedroom. Jan, are you forgetting about your poetry slam in the late nineties? Yes, yes, I was. Mm. The yeah. hair was not. <laughs> Not conducive to sex, so I try and. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we we have our uh, you know our, our theme song happens after this, and really cool moment. So this is a pretty cool episode, pretty cool plot. It opens up with a base attack, but I think it's a base. It turns out it's a high maximum security prison, which only hosts one inmate. His name is Doctor Gervin, and Gervin uh, or uh, Gerbin. I heard Gerbin because I was like, Gerbils? Yes, that was what I was thinking this whole fucking time, too. I was like, this dude is fucking fucking Gerbils. Because it is. And let me tell you, this is a dark episode, and I like it it for it. Yes. But like immediately when they start out, and it's like, oh, there's one old guy who's a war criminal and German in his own prison. That's how dangerous and horrific he is. And they say something like, oh, like, like he did experiments against like on people. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a fucking Nazi war criminal. I came up with the fact that he was a Nazi way late in the game because I started doing they were because Sergeant Savage is like, this guy did experiments on me in Germany 50 years ago. And I Wait, was like, the- oh, okay, that doesn't make him a Nazi. Wait a minute, 1995 <laughs> minus oh, 50 years. Oh, one, shit. The one white guy in his podcast was willing to overlook Nazism. <laughs> well, I for- you know, you forget three, that you're watching three, a period piece. Three years into the war, Ray is like, wait a minute. Maybe these Nazis I've been having coffee with every day aren't good guys. Are we I the baddies? <laughs> Maybe these Nazis aren't so good. What do you think, Henry Ford? Uh, uh, but yeah, this and then it like immediately Yikes. it's like it's like, oh, shit. The bad guys are breaking out a guy that's in a prison all by himself. Mm-hmm. Clearly a Nazi who did fucking like eugenics experiments and terror. Terrible and then we get a flashback of Sergeant Savage being tortured by this guy. And yes. I was all in on this episode. Yeah. Like I like one minute in, I was like, oh, shit. It is on. But also, yeah. Did we not address anything from the last episode of Did I just miss it? Nothing was mentioned. No. This is episodic. It's not straight up, you know, like uh uh you know, episode to episode we're gonna be following along uh thing. So it's just it's there. But it's it's not it's not serialized, but I was hoping for at least a mention, and I wasn't sure if I missed one. I didn't hear one. Okay. Okay. So there's no like basically in the last episode they they sort of discovered that that they they kind of discover who Claw is. Don't say kind of. They know who Doctor Claw is. Doctor. Well, like they 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 were basically like, if this is true, we're in a whole shit ton of trouble. Right. But they're pretty sure, and I was I was like convinced that it would not directly lead from it, but like that that there would be like a all right. We're going to deal with this claw character, but right now there's an escaped Nazi that's going to perform <laughs> cryogenic experiments on, on the Jews pretty soon. So we should focus on that right now. Is this Sergeant is what... Savage Jewish? Oh, I mean, maybe. Uh, I, mean, I was just I was just assuming, he, you know, he was like a prisoner of war, like he was a soldier. That was my thought as well. That they captured. And it get, if possible, like gets even darker. Because like like spoiler alert at the end, you know, he's talking to to Goebbels and Goebbels is like, oh, I ruined your life. The wife and child you never saw again. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? 
This That's fucking G.I. Joe cartoon just was like, oh, yeah, whatever we fucking did to this dude in, like, Nazi Germany. <laughs> was real oh, bad. Well, okay, here's the deal, though. And I, I'm going to say this because I this show this episode was fine. Obviously, <gasps> we're not approaching Deke levels by any stretch of the imagination. Not even close. general, this was an episode that was just there. I thought because you would have loved what? it. You love Dark. He is, he is not the first character in this series to be experimented on and getting superpowers or whatever although i appreciate that we're sort of like explaining a little bit how these people are doing these Im- just amazing physical feats mm-hmm. um they don't and- specify what was done to him they do not although that's what uh, i'm confused by because uh now maybe chen maybe you could load it up but can we hear them say the person's name so we could figure out once and for all what it is because i really thought i was hearing Gervin, but I could have been Gervin. I just, we, I would love Chan to hear it I again. I both heard Gervin, and we knew yeah. that they were Nazis from the start, so. I came for Dr. Gervin. Man, I guess it says Gervin. I, I heard it, <laughs> I heard it both ways. Some, if only, if only they had some. said it 140 times during the episode. But you know what? Let's hear all 140. Chan, you got a super cut for us. If Let's only... hear all 140. If only there was some machine we were all sitting in front of. Did yep. you find the name? Because I Dr. actually looked. Dr. Reinhardt Gerben with a B. Oh, so with where a are you? Okay, that makes I sense. Will, I will send it to you. All but right. To be fair, when you guys were saying uh, Gerbils, I guess it makes sense to just go for it with Gerben. Yeah, and also... Uh, Goebbels was the uh, head of propaganda. He wasn't yeah, not, the, uh, the crazy I mean, doctor. you know. Shit, so... Like, yeah. but then also you don't want to call him like Doctor Bengala, and then like, okay, <laughs> Doctor Bengala, pretty on the nose already. Let's God just not go it. nuts. Yeah, I uh... I had the exact same thought process where I was like, oh, okay, this is supposed to be Goebbels, but Goebbels wasn't the medical guy. But I, Chan and I had the exact same. We went down the same Nazi rabbit hole, like you do. Like yeah, do. you know what, guys? I'm, I don't trust my browser history being the only white dude on the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I, I just, start going I down the Mind Camp uh, uh, Avenue, it, it ends badly. I'll just I say. just yeah. sent you the proof. It is Gerben with a with a B. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. I will concede this point. And <laughs> you great better. job, Gina. I have decided to allow you to be correct. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, I'm surprised because because to me, uh, uh, Chan, yes, there was other talk of experimentation, but the fact that this is like throughout this episode, uh, Sergeant Savage is having like flashbacks and, and panic attacks. And it and I, I, whatever that line is at the end about like the wife and child you never saw again, whatever they did to him. Which, which, when they show it, it sort of, it sort of seems like Wolverine esque experiments. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of doctors standing around him, and he's strapped down, and he's screaming. So it gave me shades of Wolverine. But whatever they did to him, either, either like he couldn't see his family again, or like I don't know well, what it Gina, was. Gina, he is an expert in cryogenics. That's Sergeant what I was Savage about to ask. Yeah, was experimented on in the forties. He is here now, still young, in the nineties. Okay, so he's the he's the Captain America of this. He is the Captain America, which is team. fine, but it's not revolutionary because Captain America already did it. You so, guys want to? You guys want to? Kids cartoon, and the the scenes of him being experimented on are kind of horrific for a kids cartoon, which is I'll just grant a, you that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of close ups of his fucking terrified face. And then him sort of looking at nameless doctors and soldiers around him as he's strapped down and his eyes are bulging. And it's it's very disturbing. But but yeah, like I thought for sure Chan would be all over this shit. Yeah. If I could read from the G.I. Joe fandom Sergeant Savage page. OK, this should clear up everything. Oh, good. A hard charger from the so-called greatest generation, Robert Savage, joined up in the waning days of 1942, ready to fight the good fight. A survivor of Omaha Beach and an infantry commander renowned for his skill, Savage was listed KIA, killed in action, after a German science facility he and his squad attacked exploded. However, 
1995, a documentary crew doing a special on the super science of the Third Reich <laughs> stumbled upon oh, the God, cryogenically I hope, preserved I hope body that was of hosted Savage. By, uh, um, uh, oh, Hector Ramirez? Hector Ramirez, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, after being revived and acclimated to the changing time, changes of time, oh. had, to the changes time had brought. Ooh, bad sentence. Savage was remanded to the custody of the G.I. Joe team for observation. Within a year, however, he left the team, his screaming eagles in tow, and now operates um, second in command, blah, 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 blah. So oh, this, this would be taking exactly place. like Captain America. It is exactly Captain America. Yeah. Um, the only difference is like the Nazis very specifically cryogenically froze Sergeant Savage. Yeah. And to be fair, uh, this is, you know, 1990 five or whatever it, it it's not like uh you yeah, know if Captain it had happened wasn't uh, common. yeah in 2015 like right like, yeah we were done so right 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 yeah yeah yeah. We, back uh, then we were aware of captain america but we didn't know him as a friend like we do today but also <laughs> what a what a like i don't i don't know they they haven't really gone into the backstory of any of these characters which to be fair they never did in like original sunbow oh i disagree completely i mean they they did for certain characters and eventually like with low light and things like that it was like oh shit this guy's messed up well Uh, yeah that was and and you got you got episodes eventually but like how like i didn't know any of that stuff before this episode he was just sort of a faceless goon in this squad that's true is it is it's interesting that they had this detailed backstory uh uh, here's the thing. There was a 22 minute cartoon called old soldiers never die mm-hmm. that was produced to, uh, 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 advertise the Sergeant Savage toy line. Oh, so, okay. like, We've uh, done the Sergeant Savage, uh, pilot. We've done it on this show before. Was that the episode uh, that we watched? Probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't remember uh, that. Yeah, maybe we were. May- I might have been we Patreon only, similar. but it was a while ago. I believe it was a uh, our friend of the show, Brian Rapp, uh, uh, suggested that one to us, and we did it since it was G.I. Joe adjacent, and we weren't on a trajectory to hit it, so he kind of put that in front of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. okay. That 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 makes more sense then, because I was just like, wow, they are they're dropping a lot of a lot of knowledge about this character that we've spent like six episodes with and just assumed was sort of a like I don't I don't recall anything about him. Yeah, and there's no there's no way a kid in the '90s would have like been able to like find that and known all of this continuity and shit like that. That's sure, true, you know. But it was um, just. Uh, it, it was a thing that so- it did exist. I would say G.I. Joe Extreme is doing it because remember, we had the other episode of Extreme where the guy had his brother was uh, and he used to be a member in, of joining uh, uh, Iron Claw and his brother like had the experiment done on him and he had to like fight him. I mean, that was a previous episode of this. So I think they are doing a little bit of backstory work yeah, for these guys, yeah. you know, I guess I would give him more yeah. credit than that. Yeah, you're right. And now that we're, you know, 40 minutes into this episode and we've done the first scene, maybe I'll progress the plot just a little bit more. Although this has been wonderful um, backstory and talk. Here's the thing. Gina has already admitted twice that you are correct. I don't even understand why you're bothering to finish the episode. <laughs> you have it's everything that you need, Ray. It's just filler. I mean, but uh, no, also because... you were very wrong about Gerben. Yeah, I, I got that name. I got that name uh, 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 wrong. And so now I have to like, I need five. I need Gina to say five times that I'm right in this episode just to make <laughs> up for that one lapse in uh, in, in judgment. Um, but one good thing I want to say right here. And one thing that, again, this is so much better than Deke is the character of Rampage, who we've seen before. He's the guy who, who hulks out, basically. He becomes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we see he's the one leading this base attack to get Dr. Gerben. And he he is able to get him. And then when they when the uh, the 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 security team kind of turns around and tries to come back, he's moving Gerben already, uh, uh, or they're moving Gerben offside, I should say, when he's attacking. But then he's able to meet them at, before they can get away, and he has a successful mission, uh, getting Gerben out as a special forces type of you know mercenary that he is. It Competent. makes me happy to see competence exactly in my GI Joe villains. 
because we would never we never got that for two seasons. Yeah, you know? I also I also dug that uh he like there are there are sort of shades of of you know des- a destro double cross here mm-hmm. because at some point Rampage is basically like, oh shit, if they if the good guys take out Claw, there's gonna be a power vacuum that I can mm-hmm. slip in and fill. And I was yep. like, ooh, nice, nice thinking. It's it's I mean, I, I do think that this is this is like dating a an average guy after dating a really shitty guy, like everything that they do impresses you uh, uh, just because Deke was so terrible. But now yeah. I'm like, Ooh, there's layers to this TV writing story <laughs> that should always uh-huh. have layers. <laughs> I love it though. You know, I appreciate the fact that like these characters are given any time to talk about their inside thoughts at all is just like, what were we getting out of Metalhead for two seasons? Yeah. Whiz bang. You know, it's just, Uh, yeah. I enjoy a smart, I enjoy a smart villain. And when he's trying to squeeze claw for, for extra dough by saying, I got all this cool shit. You need to pay me for it. And then later on when he's like, maybe I'll just let them capture him and then scoot on into that power position. I was like, all right, right, this, this guy's smart. This is, this is, he's, he's, you know, Tomax and Zaymot style. Yeah, and the competence what he's dealing with Iron Claw, right? He says, look, you wanted me to get you Gerben. So here's the deal. I got Gerben, but on top of it, I also got you this underground base filled with all the equipment you need to do the shit you need, and I got you Gerben, so why don't we cut a bigger check for me? I was like, I really like this guy. Yeah, yeah, same. You know, uh, although, okay, so cutting ahead, uh, there's a moment where Sergeant Savage and another guy, I didn't really see who it was, they're they are basically like, we got to go get Gerbin, we got to stop it. And the guy turns to Savage and goes, why do we need Gerbin? He's so weak and old. Like, <laughs> like you don't need him to fight people. <laughs> That's not <laughs> the point, dude. What do you, but, well, we don't need a cage fighter. No, he's he's like 90. Like, but what he are you does talking look, about? The way, they, the way they make him appear is... Like I was, I was spending some time being like, does this dude even know what the fuck is up? I mean, he's been alone yeah. in a prison for yeah. probably decades. Yeah. Also, uh, it's a really big prison with like the normal number of prison cells. <laughs> yes, it is. For only that one guy, weird. it seems that was excessive. Weird. I was, I was just assuming they, they had a lot of old Nazis there and they slowly died out. Oh wow. shit! You know what? Oh, okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. but you they like, what? but yeah. they're you know they were just like, well, why bother transporting this one last guy? He's probably going to die soon anyway. I don't. Is- could we reduce the number of staff then? Maybe because <laughs> you know what? No. I mean, he's pretty dangerous. Like, I'm Jen. surprised, dude. Wasn't to be honest. Like, if there's an old Nazi someplace, I'm I'm surprised they haven't been accidentally murdered in prison. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Um, I would say, Chan, you know, they've got the budget for X number of years already planned out. So I I, I see you hate jobs. That's all I hear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but you know what? I like, you know what I like is that they so they discover Agrican frozen in ice. Uh, okay, how about and, that for a plot point? Yeah, and and I was like, okay, so on original Sunbow era, they just got all the DNA from mm-hmm. from like Genghis mm-hmm. Khan and all the world leaders. In this one, they just fucking found the dude. They found they the dude in like, a cave in case they were ice. like, yo, this guy worked with Genghis Khan. We could just revive him. Screw screw making a whole new crazy ass Serpentor dude. Let's just revive this one dude. And I bet he's a great military strategist. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of wild because he's related to Genghis Khan. He was Genghis Khan's like number one general, I think they were saying. Now, Wait, I don't how, know if he's if not that related translates. to Genghis Khan. His name it's is not, Agra Khan. What are you like talking Khan about? Khan is, it's not. Ray. <laughs> yeah. Khan is the equivalent him, of king. No, so no. Khan like, is his last king name. Genghis George Khan. George is obviously related to King Kong Bundy. <laughs> that's his. <laughs> Dan, that's his first name. Don't be ridiculous. Look, King George obviously is related to NBA superstar Paul George because that's how things actually work. So it's, the fact that this is this is a, a relative of Genghis Khan. It's not. It's not a relative. His last name is Khan. It's not a his last name. name is it's Agra. a title. It's a title. You don't put title second. You don't say, hi, my name oh, is Ray Doctor. That's is, not how anything this, works, Gina. What are you talking sense. about? This makes sense why you associate with the, why you have the most sympathy for the Nazis in this, because you don't know how other cultures work. What the H <laughs> just happened? 
How did I become a Nazi sympathizer of this show? <laughs> Look, I know I'm the whitest. Here, here. Okay, here. Perfect. I don't Wik- think that's fair. Wikipedia page. Genghis Khan was the founder and first great Khan in parentheses emperor of yeah, the Mongol great, emperor. Of the Khans, he was the greatest. You know, oh, I mean, he's the like patriarch of all the Khans. Oh, my God. Also related to the, uh, the great Muda. Uh, a, a fine wrestler from Again, the, Chad, Japan. First name. You don't get related by first name. Don't Ray, be weird. You know that. You know that. Uh, uh, names like like Leonardo da Vinci means Leonardo of Vinci, right? His last name is Da Vinci. His first name is Leonardo. <laughs> Everybody knows this. He's related to all the Da Vincis, of which there are none because um, that bloodline died out years ago. Well, there's Da Vinci Code, who's uh. Like sure, no, I mean, yeah, stuff the code that. is he, he what order last names appear in other <laughs> Look, I know I know that Da Vinci wrote a book about picking up women, but we mm-hmm. you know we don't need to necessarily like d- dive deep into it. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Da Vinci with a bag over his head and like what is the dude's name? Like mystery or something? I think that feels right. Yes. I'll pretend I haven't read it. <laughs> oh my god. This is terrible. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Did your mean cobra? Wake you meet Slaughter's Marauder. Slaughter's Marauder's camouflage, they can't be seen. But you better believe that me, that me. There's me, and Spirit, and Footloose on the attack. Slaughter's Marauders to the rescue. Hey, this. No, no. Nobody beats G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe's Marauders. Equalizer, Armadillo and Lynx, figures sold separately. Nobody beats G.I. Joe. Yo, Joe! Now, back to G.I. Joe. So, we have Agra Khan, and they thaw him out. They said, we're going to thaw this guy out. This is great. So, we Sergeant Savage, who, who's been like, tucked in he's been invading the base this entire time he goes in murders a whole bunch of robots it's like cool uh uh, he comes in and this is where this this only now is where i was like oh shit this guy's a nazi so look i'm a little behind the rest of you and the world even as far as figuring out what exactly is going on here i did appreciate the moment where they're trying to load khan into the rejuvenation chamber and the robots fucking drop him which i thought was hilarious i thought that was really fun and that iron claws like what the fuck is going on you give me robots and they're dropping this dude like i I, we don't have another this is valuable (laughs) what is happening and i i i was i did laugh out loud when that whole sequence went down um uh it, it brought me joy um so Sergeant Savage fights more robots at this point. These robots have laser swords, so you know it's awesome. And all of the bad guys sort of escape because they're just like, we can't mess with Savage. We can't mess with this guy. At which point, Mayday shows up. The uh, Lady Joe uh, does not seem to have injured her leg in this episode. So we're now Wait. three for three for six. And can I just say <laughs> that that when she when she sort of bursts onto the scene and she's flying in, uh, she says she says something like, "The cavalry's here." And I cannot be the only one that will never, ever be able to hear you are the something only like one, that, Gina. A- that again without you are the only one. Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The only one. No, I, I guarantee you, everyone across the world, anytime the word cavalry is mentioned. Mm-hmm. No, I honestly, I was just like, oh, she brought horses. But that's not what happened. She had oh an airplane. God. And the horses were, were uh, their last names were Khan. So they last were all were, related to Gina, Genghis Khan. Gina, their last names were horse. Don't be weird. Um, no, what I did think was a little bit crazy was she's like, all right, buck up, everybody. The cavalry's here. And then, like, there was no battle. There was no battle to be had. The bad guys had already packed up on a plane that Sergeant Savage jumped onto the landing gear and got inside the plane. And the bad guy plan takes off as she's showing up. And it's like, oh, we're done. I feel like she shoots some shit. I think she did shoot some robots or something, but it was basically like, oh, um, I shot my wad in this moment and it, it was too early and good night, everybody, because I do not believe we see Mayday again in this episode. Yeah, I, I don't think so. But but to be fair, we don't see most of the others. No, this is a Sergeant Savage, you know, personal episode. I think that's fair. Um, okay, so they get to the new base. And the new base is all set up. Sergeant Savage is now there with the bad guys. They do successfully thaw out Agra Khan. And yeah, uh, what I appreciated, is, yeah. 
good. They, they they do this in a very interesting way too, yes. which is which is uh uh which I thought was like you know they were trying something and was kind of clever. They they thaw him out in sort of montage form instead of like right. you know the normal very slow drawn out like oh he's thawing out yes yes he's here. They show it like no dialogue and intercut mm-hmm. with with uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Savage is watching it and it's giving him flashbacks to the time when he was frozen. So you're seeing Pretty him cool. being frozen as uh, uh, Agrakan is being defrosted. And both are shown with no with no dialogue, and you're seeing one very horrific scene of of Savage, you know, surrounded by all of these soldiers and all these men, and and this and this doctor who is still there now. And I thought it was a very cool way to do it, which helped keep this pace of this episode because normally it would have been a very drawn out thing, but they got, mm-hmm. it was, it was a very, especially like, again, for just a kind of a, a low budget nineties cartoon. Like this was a, this was, they were, they were trying something in a, in a different way. And I appreciate that someone took the time to say like, what if we did it in this cool intercut montage way of showing his trauma as we're showing, you know, this, this terrible man be defrosted. Yeah, and the uh, other thing I appreciated was because, the fact that the... Oh, go ahead, Chan. Sorry. Uh, all of the things that you just said, that entire sequence, the only thing I have written in my notes is rockin' riffs. <laughs> we should probably note that that is the soundtrack for this intensely emotional... Uh, post-traumatic stress disorder <laughs> flashback sequence and also the uh, reviving of an abomination of nature mm-hmm. um, I actually thought it worked because to me this music feels very uh, uh, like n- noise tortury uh-huh like like they Fair. put you in a room with n- and they like don't let you sleep and just bombard you with bright lights and play really loud music you know the way the US, the way the good guys torture people in war is what I'm saying. The way real patriots yeah. do it. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit of Ted Nugent to loosen them up. <laughs> and mm-hmm, I realize mm-hmm. that that probably was not their intention for this montage, but it did sort of lead to this, this like horrific, disjointed torture, you know, like you can't escape from this claustrophobic feeling. So this was the one time when I thought the the 90s like metal riff music was appropriate and somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, the thing I appreciated was the fact that uh, uh, Gerben had second thoughts. He was like, guys, this is kind of, this is kind of bad. Um, I don't know. I don't know that we should be doing this guys. This is pretty bad. And I will, he I will say does this, it anyway, but you know, this is the one, this is actually the one. I understand why they did it. Because the alternative would be horrific. This is the one thing I did not like about this. Interesting. Uh, uh, I want to see that old Nazi be a fucking old Nazi. Like I want okay, to fair. see. I want to see him being terrible instead of being redeemed. Because there is no redemption for old Nazis. I'm going on record with this hot take. <laughs> uh, uh, you should be executed. And I don't believe in the death penalty, but but for old Nazis, I'll make an exception. But I like I I thought it would have been much. Again, I understand that they did this because there there needs to sort of be a voice of reason and the idea that oh this time in prison has changed him to be a better gentler man. But like I, I thought it would have been much more interesting and 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 true to old Nazis if he was just like you know if 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 Sergeant Savage was sort of there and he was like you ruined my fucking life and and his his justification was like the ends justify the means mm-hmm. we, like it was war i i you know like i made this great medical breakthrough which is what all of those guys always say when they when they justify their torture it's true which is we made all of these medical breakthroughs uh uh you know it's 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 like any type of like Tuskegee thing they think they genuinely think that you know like oh yeah this this might be bad for some people 
but the ends justify the means and think of how many people will be helping. And, and so I would have loved for him to have just been into it. Like, you know, even if he had started as like, I don't know if this, this will still work. He's been frozen for so long. And then he gets defrosted and his old Nazi is like, yes, I'm still, I'm still a genius. Like, look at what this did, this did. And then being, I still got it, baby. Exactly. Exactly. And then being <laughs> confronted, but like being confronted by the guy whose life he ruined, and then like sort of helping him and being like, I'm a good guy now. And the guy being like, oh, yeah, you are. It's all right that my my wife and kid died long <laughs> ago and I never saw them. And, and I have PTSD. And the only thing I'm good for is this weird ragtag group with a woman who always injures her ankle and other people I can't really remember. But like like that to me is sort of a cop out, especially like well, for, for Nazis. That was the only thing that I didn't like. But it is it is also sort of the one thing in this that makes it a kids cartoon, which is like everyone's redeemable, kids. I, I would only say that we if we did it your way, we miss out on the one interaction, which is uh, Gerbil Gerbils Gerbin. <laughs> he says, "I don't think we should get this, you know, ancient general because this Iron Claw guy doesn't seem very nice." To which they responded <laughs> back, "Like, really? You really don't have any excuse uh, whatsoever." <laughs> For not, you know, not helping somebody because they're not nice. And he's like, all right, you know, touche, touche. I get it. All right. All right. And that kind of that kind of made me giggle a little bit um, when they kind of just threw that back in his face. And he was like, eh, I can't fight it, <laughs> uh, which, which I did enjoy that moment. I did. In keeping with sort of the darkness of this episode, which is what I liked. I would have just loved for him to sort of get get bloodthirsty again and and be be all about that sweet sweet research and what this means and how he's a genius and and all of these things instead of being like, all right, I'll help you. I'm almost dead. I'm ninety something, uh, but I'll help you now. Oh, I, if only I had come to my senses in the 1940s before I I killed all of those people. What kills me is the guy only looks, seems like he's like, it is what, like early sixties, late fifties on the show. He's got to be 80 plus, right? Like it's a little Ray, bit crazy. He's a master of cryogenics, <laughs> but he's been in prison. <laughs> Do they just let him just like freeze himself in the cell? I guess it makes him easier to keep tabs on. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. He could have been a Doogie Howser type, and then he might be been. in his 60s. <laughs> could have been. Although he looked exactly the same in the flashback as he did today, which maybe he should have been the, to what Chan just said, a clue. Look, oh, I know it's thing. a we, cartoon, but old man makeup is hard. We know what Nazi Doogie <laughs> Howser looks like because we've all seen Starship Troopers. That's true. Fact, that's true. true. Not He's the same afraid. Guy. <laughs> now, I will say there's a great battle here at the end where um, Agrican fights Sergeant Savage. You knew this is where we were going. And I appreciate that Agra Khan has honor. And he says, um, I'm going to give you one of my swords so we can have a sword fight. Now, never mind the fact that Sergeant Savage has no effing clue what to do with the sword. And Agra Khan is going to cut him to ribbons. Um, it was pretty cool that he showed the honor in that battle. And then they had that fight. Now, what ends up happening is they fight for a while. This is crazy to me because all everyone's in this room together. These two are fighting. Savage finally gets over, throws uh, Agrican back into the cryogenic chamber again. Gerben runs over, starts the machine. And in my head, I'm just like, where the fuck is literally everyone else in this room when all of this is happening? No one's got tabs on Gerben. No one's got tabs on the machine. Everybody's too far away to do literally anything at all to help anybody. It drove me a little bit nuts, but I was like, ah, F it. Let's go with it. Because Gerben finally turns on the machine and then Iron Claw, or was it Iron Claw or Rampage? One of them walks over and Fighter's like, hey, don't do that. And I'm like, a little late. You're a little late, dude. You got to have awareness. You got to have I situational awareness. I mean, here's awareness. the thing. It's a good commentary on how easily ignored the elderly are. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. There levels. Is. This thing's got levels. <laughs> What's amazing here is they end up, they freeze him at the end of this battle, obviously. Gerben feels real bad about what he did. And Savage is like, man, it's okay. Get this fucker back to prison. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad that he at least like went back to prison. Uh, He's like, Be lenient. Like what? A, they weren't beating him anyway. So, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, yeah, your life yeah. still sucks. Get out of here. Like, like Savage is, you know, I think Savage is reasonable, but definitely not charitable. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, he does, you know, like it, it, there is like there is sort of the idea in the end that, oh, because this old Nazi sort of feels bad and helped them. This guy can put all of all of that torture yeah. and death behind him. No. <laughs> Which is like not not great. But again, this this episode was was, you know, it was it was a, a, a B plus of of episodes. It, it would have been an A if that Nazi had been ruthless like I wanted him to. Uh, fair. <laughs> Um, no, I this, was. I mean, this, this guy had fifty years to reflect on really shitty things that he did. I could see a part of him being like, "Wow, I do suck." I mean, this so it's is like, why you're a white guy, like right? This is I mean, why look, you didn't recognize the Nazi in the beginning. It took me a little bit to recognize <laughs> it. I will. I will acknowledge that flaw in myself. Uh, no, this is. Do you think in in you know fifty years? Well, he'll be dead, but like Donald Trump is going to be like, "Wow, like guys that are that." resolute in their rightness aren't going to like the guys that reform in prison are the ones who like commit a robbery and then are like shit all right i shouldn't have i shouldn't have done that i've 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 come to god it's not like the fucking nazi torturers who you know (laughs) i tell you what let's put donald trump in prison for the next 50 years yeah okay see what he's like when he gets out (laughs) to do Mm. a mission Let's just let's just see how he's how he's feeling. If he still feels the same way, that can be our litmus test for this whole. Yeah. Thing. All right. That sounds good to me. Is that fair? That's fair. For That's it. Fair. Yeah. Let's Guys, do let's it. Talk. That is the end of the episode. Like they pretty much just like and cut and run on this episode. Like they were <laughs> no time for any uh, epilogue or anything like that. Um, we did get two straight episodes where somebody's basically like, we have to keep going forward, which I appreciated that from wing commander Academy. And now I appreciate it here from GI Joe extreme, but guys, let's talk about the PSAs because we were given two for the price of one on this episode. One was new and one was a repeat. That is yeah, correct. We're not going to talk about the, the glasses one. Look back to a previous Stupid. episode to get our take on that. Let's talk about life jacket. I actually, to me, this was actually the first one. That like made Uh-oh. sense, okay. Uh, of the PSAs, like I was like, yeah, this is this is a good lesson. There's basically a kid in a in a boat. They're going boating, like you know, whitewater rafting or whatever it is, and he's putting on his he's putting on his life jacket. And one of the other kids, he's like, "Fucking nerd, I don't need it." And then they hit a rock, and the and the bully goes flying. And for some reason, they don't just let him drown and die, like I would have. Should've. Uh, uh, they for some reason rescue him, and they're like, "Hey, wear a life jacket." And I was like, yeah, this is especially because it was followed by the nonsensical kid getting glasses one. It was so weird. Like I was like, yeah, this is a this is a clear cut message to kids. If you're on the water, wear a life jacket is 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 much more straightforward. (laughs) It's nice. Than like the one where they're like building a clubhouse and the clubhouse falls apart because they're lazy or whatever the lesson was there. (laughs) Or the one after this, which was like, I'm quitting baseball. And it's like, no kids, you just need some glasses. (laughs) Like honestly, this one was the most straightforward forward uh, it's a message i understood and could get behind you know i will just say the life the one thing that i really pulled away with this is that the kids like oh you fucking nerd i'm not wearing a life jacket and then where are they are they out like in the cruising the the, the darkest parts of the florida everglades <laughs> yes, like they're 100%. not they're not just on a, on a lake somewhere they were, yeah, are, they, are was... they by zartan's house is that no, where we're they're going? like what they're like going like whitewater rafting down no. a river they're going up to the river to find colonel kurtz they're going to assassinate him <laughs> that's just it like i'm not even i didn't put apocalypse now in there but now i'm glad you did chan <laughs> because that's exactly i'm just like where the fuck are these kids going how did they get there thank god gi joe was in the area because they were about to get killed by pirates like this is this is not okay, kids. Have you Don't guys just never been whitewater rafting down? Fuck no! Are you like, kidding me? That that's outside. I would never do what that. What is wrong with you? It's so fun. And you know it's what's usually fun? Through, being it's, indoors. It's usually through woods. Uh, and and oh I my have God, to say, like, me. as someone who, who, like, one of the times I went whitewater rafting, it was like right after really heavy rains, and they warned us that we could we could go go under and flip and we did and they told us what to do to not die and uh uh and it was really fun 
oh, it was real fun, you guys, when we fucking almost died. <laughs> hey. You know where I didn't capsize? My couch. No playing one, Mass Effect. All, That's where yeah. I didn't capsize, Gina. No one didn't. died. I got flung so far in the air and came crashing oh, down into the water, and it was so fun. And I did. I followed all the instructions, and I had a life jacket on, so I didn't die. But it was, it was, you know, you're in the middle of of woods going down white water rafting. So this is not an odd setting. This is where you go white water no, rafting. This is an upsettingly weird setting for this. You I was not. So I was unnerved. Weird. You two are I was so expecting weird. Guy playing dueling banjos on a on a deck somewhere. Uh, down both, the river. I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure the plot of Kimmy Schmidt is based on you guys. Like you just emerged <laughs> from like a basement where all you had were video games and wrestling shows. God, that would be awesome. And you're like squinting into the light, and people are like, "Hey, you ever been to a baseball game?" And you're like, "No, it sounds terrible." And it's like, "Hey, you ever been whitewater riding?" No, no, it sounds terrible. Let me just play Mass Effect and masturbate for the ninetieth oh. time. You, Gina, you just described my entire 20s. So weirdly <laughs> enough, that was it. I, um, I don't understand the tone because you're saying completely r- reasonable things. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it I sounds wish I terrible. Had that much you time. both had a terrible life. Do more shit is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I do plenty of shit from the comfort of my own home. Oh, terrible. Tell you what, how many Gina. galaxies I've been to and how many, how many worlds I've saved, Gina? Thank you. <laughs> We're going to go out and do more shit. You have a kid and uh, try yeah, and uh, raise you. a, raise a you, human you being. You kids who are under four. What's your excuse for all those other years? <laughs> I was prepping for the time when I wouldn't be able to leave the house by not leaving the house. I mean, Terrible. here's the thing. Like, I Terrible. did real well in the pandemic because I was totally okay with staying inside and only talking to people online. I this is my whole life has been training for this. You're not and wrong. I, and I'm passed through flying fucking colors. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I actually saw a Chan. He actually like got a jersey made go Delta strain just because he wanted to prolong this shit. Even long. I was really inappropriate. Chan is what I'm trying to say. Inappropriate. I mean, look, it had the little uh, counter at the bottom with the number of deaths going up. And that was maybe a little bit too much. But I feel like <laughs> the rest of it <laughs> generally tasteful. Okay. I will. I mean, y'all can do that. I will be <laughs> camping and whitewater rafting and doing fun shit while you oh, that sounds try to try to n- n- get the Delta virus so you can stay indoors. Uh, that's not how it works, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I close enough. Close enough. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't hate not leaving the house. To be fair, it's fine. That's where all the scary things are. Gina. Terrible. Terrible. And that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. G.I. Joe Extreme Relic, episode six here on Knowing is Half the Podcast. Guys, uh, this was, I I think we're all in agreement, this was a pretty good episode of television. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Still shocked Chan did not. Hmm. Not as much as we did, but I don't think he hated it. Like, come on. I did not. I did not. I guess that's the best we can hope for from Chan. That's all the best we can hope for. Now, I will say we asked last week for people to please give us crossover ideas, uh, and we we got some. Uh, so some people have reached out with some crossovers, and I think we're going to try to do some crossovers based on these suggestions coming up. I mean, uh, one some of the suggestions are only- is a legit good crossover. Yeah. No, X-Men yes. Spider-Man. Uh, from the nineties. That's solid. I mean, yeah, it. that that's a good, that's a good crossover. Uh, Talk about that. We've done episodes of um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. We've done episode uh, uh, episodes, plural of X-Men before this would be a delight. You know, um, I think we, also we may have less... done uh, yeah. an episode of the nineties Spider-Man. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's not Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It's just, well, no, we did Spider-Man. the one from the seventies earlier oh, this yeah, year. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. Eighties, not the seventies. It felt like Although the nineties Spider-Man was tight. I used to watch it after school with X-Men, X-Men and Batman, the animated series. And it was good. I never got into it. So I would be interested oh, to check it great. out. Um, it's, it's you, it's, it's a good, like if you're ever just, I've been I've been rewatching uh the the Justice League cartoon as well as oh, nice. the Avengers cartoon. Um the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes specifically and Very and nice. Justice League just Justice League not Justice League Unlimited although that's also fantastic. I hope the sh- series is actually called Just Justice League. <laughs> oh please. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, it's like oops all berries. <laughs> 
<laughs> Oops, all Justice League. <laughs> Oops, all Justice League. I'd be into it. Um, can I say, though, what I've been getting into uh, since we're talking about it is the DC animated movies. And I've been just kind of picking them up and watching them as we go. I just watched one called Gotham by Gaslight, which oh, is. Oh, yeah. They're all on HBO. Are they on HBO now, too? Yeah, I just I, I oh. just bought it randomly digitally, um, oh, and I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was very go, good. Before you spend any money, if you have if you have H, do you have, do you pay for HBO Go or HBO Now? Of course I do. Of course yeah, I have the, I the mean, HBO They have Max. a whole category that's just DC. I might and have to check that out to see some I missed. Yeah. Oh, it's all the animated shows, movies. It's got like it's got all the all the good Batmans and then all the new, you know, like well, Snyders and things like that. All, I've watched maybe I would say a half dozen of these animated DC movies and every single one has been good. So yeah. I don't know what's happening. Uh, but their animation department has just been killing it for years. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, so Harley I, I Quinn was it. one of the best shows of last year. I need year. to watch that. I need to watch that. Oh, mm. it's so good, dude. It's so good. Like, yeah, it's not, you know it's not it's even. It's not about it, a guy. There's no men. Like, Gina, there, what am I? There are plenty of men. There's Kite Man. He plays a, a prominent. Also, just <laughs> the way, the way, like, Shark Man is written. And and King Shark, King Shark, and Sid the old is Sid his name the old Sid the man old guy voiced by George Costanza, uh, they're they're fantastic and making uh making Clayface like uh, a who who was you know like who was an actor who used this mm-hmm. but like making him just like a really desperate like method actor of like what's well, his motivation funny. to change it's so well written and it's so funny and i mean here's the thing you could give alan tudyk anything is going to turn into gold so yeah that's 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 the genius right well that's two words to sell me on any property just say the words alan tudyk yeah i mean here's the thing if you watch if you have 22 minutes to watch the pilot tonight you will be up all night like watching it that's what happened to me is like i heard it was good and i was like yeah i'm sure it's good and I watched the pilot, and then I was like, I need to watch all of this immediately. When do all the other seasons come out? How can I get on this show? Never sleep again. Here, here's the problem, Gina. I've started my rewatch of the Loop in the Third Cinematic Universe. Uh, now that I, I found tell out if he's the joking in- or not, the entire I, can't tell. I'm, I am <laughs> joking only I because I've never seen. I've never seen season two before. So they're all 155 episodes are currently free on Tubi. And I've now two episodes into it. So I've got 153 more to go so before I, I can you. watch anything I else. I need to, as a palate cleanser, I need to watch every season two Lupin. Things concurrently with my watches. I've been watching that classic Doctor Who for six years. Jesus I'm also Christ. currently watching Arrow and like I said re-watching the animated Justice League and uh, uh, Avengers. Uh, uh, I think I will probably watch Hacks next because it's nominated for an well, Emmy and I am that's an Emmy good. voter. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and I, I as much Don't as forget. I've been resisting it feel like just based on the number of nominations I need to watch <sighs> the Crown and Bridgerton, which is my <sighs> both of my most hated, uh, uh, you know, genres yeah, no, are period you. pieces. Don't need them. That's fine. I mean, look, I've also got to get caught up on my knowing is half the podcast cinematic universe rewatch. Um, so you can get started on that spreadsheet. <laughs> that's right. And uh, I figure, you know, it took you about six years to do. <laughs> So it's going to take me about six years to handle the whatever it was been six years of our show. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I mean, look, gonna listen you, to one you a might week. have a long commute coming up, so you could probably get through it pretty Great fast point. if you if you listen to it on the way to work and then back from work every day. <laughs> if I was committed, I could bang out three or four episodes a day probably. Yeah. I don't know that I want to do that to myself. <laughs> I lived it once. Isn't that enough, Gina Polito? <laughs> you'll rediscover so many easter eggs but to be fair i did listen to when we posted what was it the mortal Kombat episode uh for the season two mortal Kombat episode uh just as like a little little thing when we watched the movie uh i really enjoyed listening to it and that made me feel like a real shit heel as yeah. i'm just like fuck yeah. we're funny no and I'm, like, I'm very funny we're but delightful like an asshole. Are we're you delightful me? smart sexy Gina's. No, thank you. Yeah, okay. Thank All you. All three of us are. 
We're just a pile of genus. That's all we are. <laughs> pile of genus in a Ray and Chan suit. That's right. <laughs> We're just three genus in a Ray suit. That's uh, all we are. A a, a collection. A uh, the collective noun for genus is a binge of genus. A binge of wondering. genus. Oh shit. <laughs> Well, guys, we're not going to improve upon that at all. So that's this episode. We've talked enough for one day. Thank you all so much for listening. We do have again on Sunday, uh, it would be July 18th, 2021 at 1 p.m. All patrons are invited. Check the Patreon uh, feed. We're going to put a link in there. And so if you want to join Patreon and join us for Operation Star Raider, G.I. Joe, Find Your Fate number one, uh, we're going to be doing that this weekend, Sunday. Be a part of it. We would love to see all of your smiling faces and you can help make the decisions and share your feelings and just be a part of the show. It's really fun. Maybe don't share too many feelings, but um, it will be a part of the show and it'll be wonderful. That's patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Just type that into your browser. It'll take you right to it and you can do the rest. Otherwise, you can check us out. Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. You can check us out at uh, Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast. But individually, I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that will do it for tonight. Another successful episode of G.I. Joe Extreme. We'll see you next week with some kind of a crossover. Oh. Yeah. Situation critical. Roll call. It's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Zone. The odds are a million to one. And that's the way we like it! 